Hey y'all, it's Nisi. It's Michaela. And you are listening to the Straight Like That podcast, a faith-based podcast where we give y'all the tea on Christ and keep it really <laughs> simple. So, today's episode is going to be about how to stay pure, especially being um, a young person like we are in our generation and in today's society overall. So, we'll be answering the question, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? Um, like I said, we're living in a society where, quote unquote, living your best life while you're young and, quote unquote, saving your salvation for later. Um, and disregarding certain morals and values has become quite popular. So we found it fitting to touch on this topic and explain why we should still consider and practice obedience to God at a young age and how it is still 100% possible to abstain from sin keep biblical morals and values, and still be able to have fun while you're young. So now Kayla's going to talk about, like, what is purity? She's going to give us some definitions and whatnot. Okay, okay so the um, actual definition for purity is freedom from immorality, especially of sexual nature, freedom from contamination, and then, like, some words that kind of, like, correlate and go with that is virtue, cleanliness, lack of corruption, goodness, and etc. Basically, it's just all of the good terms, the good words, and not what we deem as good, but like the righteous stuff. You know? <laughs> um, to me, I think just being on this walk and like being able to get different revelations and just insights and all that stuff like that, I said that purity to me is staying on the right path. Overall, I feel like if you are spiritually pure, it leaks over into your physical being. The more that you focus more on how what you do on the inside or what's going on in the inside of you, and that's not even just like focusing on what you eat or what you drink or what you put inside of your body, but what you fill your mind up with, what you listen to on a daily, what you watch, what you just, what you digest spiritually. I feel like when your spiritual is together, it'll leak over into your outside and then your physical being will just like naturally follow. Um, as you become pure, you must humble yourself and practice self-discipline to stay on that path because it is definitely not an easy path to stay on. And I can just say that for myself. It's not an easy path path to stay on. Like, there's some things that's going to come up. You're going to be like, oh, I remember that song. That's a good song. Whether it's just like music or just anything like that. So it's not an easy path and we'll never be perfect. So don't focus on how you can perfect the path, but more so how you can just keep working and just better it and always work on your self-discipline. Self-discipline is so important. When you lack motivation, you need self-discipline. Um, know that you will slip. It's just a matter of how you get back up. So purity is basically just doing a cleanse. It's a renewal. It's a start over. It's a detox. And a good scripture to like back that up is Matthew 5, 8, where it says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And Matthew is a really good book to read if you, just for the different fundamentals and foundations of just the different things that a Christ follower does in their walks. So I'm going to pass it back to Denise so y'all can hear her. That was good. Um, how I think of purity would be more than just a physical or um, a sexual cleanliness. It's more of a moral and spiritual cleanliness. Um, and none of us are pure, like Kayla said, and the Bible says that, but it's important to try our best to stay on the path of purity um, and not defile our bodies, our minds, hearts, our spirits, and to not allow our mouths to defile either. So 
um, just to give a definition for the word defile, because some people may not know what that means or hear that word often. It means to violate or treat with disrespect something that is sacred. And God tells us in the Bible that our bodies are sacred, our hearts are sacred, our spirits are sacred, our minds are sacred. Um, and these are things that should be protected and guarded at all times. So um, also like our hearts, we do everything and say everything from what is in our hearts. So our heart posture is very important. And to make sure that our hearts are pure and that they are guided, it leaks over into what happens in the physical realm. So yes. Just keeping that purity on the inside really affects everything else on the outside. Um, so now we're going to go ahead and talk about like, what does the Bible say about purity? So our main verse, our main verses that we surrounded this episode on would be Psalm 119, 9 through 11. And we're going to read both the KJV version and the NIV version because we kind of break it down a little bit. So the KJV version says, Wherewithal shall the young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? Um, and the NIV version says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me astray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So it's pretty much saying that like staying on the path of purity means to keep God's commands by not sinning and seeking him with all of your heart because sin causes corruption and it separates us from God and it defiles our spirit and our beings um, and our relationship with him. So, yeah. Now we're going to talk about like how, because some people may be asking this question, like how do I become pure? Because none of us are pure. We're born sinners. So now Kayla's going to talk about like how do we become pure? Okay, so... It's a lot of things like that you have to do in a walk. It's never a one time thing. A lot of people believe that all you need to do is just believe mm -hmm. in God. And that's not enough because even demons and everybody else believe in God. Right. So if that if you could just get by off of your belief, if that's the case, then we're going to see demons in heaven. And we're not going to see them in heaven. So know that you cannot get by off of just simply believing. There are actual steps that you have to take in order to make sure that your walk is actually a one of progress and it's not in vain. So baptism and repentance is probably like the biggest ones. It's stuff that goes into that, but those are like the biggest declarations of basically like your walk with Christ and stuff like that. So because like Nisi said, we are, we are all born sinners. And the Bible says that not one man is perfect or righteous except Jesus Christ. We must be reborn and given a new spirit. New life, new mindset, and a new heart. Basically a complete transformation, a complete makeover. Like, you can't be still doing what you did in the past, like habits. And you won't get over it overnight unless God worked a big miracle. And, you know, he sprinkled, he sprinkled a little something, something in there. But know that it's, it's a complete transformation. And that transformation goes on forever, eternally. Like, it does not stop. Like, you'll learn something new about yourself each and every single day. You'll learn something new about God each and every single day. Like, it's never... A one-stop shop it's just it keep going on so we do this when we accept Jesus Christ and through baptism and repentance when you come to Christ it's the ending of your old life and habits it won't end immediately but the process of purity and the beginning of your new eternal life starts coming into effect and um, 
So basically, when it comes to you on that path of purity, just accepting Christ, being baptized as an outward declaration, um, an outward declaration to yourself and to the people around you. You never know when you get baptized, you can have somebody looking at you and be like, oh, dang, like, I see that. And they mm -hmm. lead in by example. So just the washing of your old sins, having faith, standing your word, filling up your mind with truth, whether it's through sermons or the music that you listen to or what you watch or just anything like that. Just continuously filling yourself up with truth and putting on the armor of God and just trusting and putting God first in everything that you do. So just to expand more on what the armor of God is, because it's definitely something that's not talked about a lot. Um, I'm leading off of the verse Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, which says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. With the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So just in case, because I know some people like to see it um, in audio form or visible form, if you really want to like dig deeper into that, then I would advise you to check out Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, just to see all the armor and stuff that you put on. So um, just to basically expand more on it not being as easy like it's it's definitely the phrase is better said than done is definitely one that you can use when it comes to your walk in Christ because it is definitely easier said than done you can say a lot of stuff but when it comes to doing it when I say self-discipline just got to be an all-time high because mm -hmm. there's a lot of times when I feel like I know I should be doing something just to be completely transparent like when I know I'm supposed to be doing something and I don't do it you definitely feel the effects of it. Let's just say that. You will never do something and then not feel the effects for it. But just making sure that you're always keeping God in your corner and putting on that armor. I'm yeah. encouraging you. <laughs> the armor is very important because very after you repent, you don't want to just like leave yourself open to it ever. Like that defeats the purpose of repentance. So that's why you have to arm yourself. Amen. So <laughs> I'm going to pass it to Nisa so she can expand more on um, some baptism verses and just expand more on that section of baptism. Yeah, so baptism is pretty much, it is the cleansing of our sins. Um, and that is necessary to enter the kingdom of God, like Jesus told us. And of course, Jesus did get baptized. So why wouldn't we do something that Jesus did? You know, so like if him. he did it right, if we try to be more like him and if we try to be pure, um, not to say that we will reach the level of purity that he did because we're sinners, but exactly <laughs> right. If we're trying to be reflections of Jesus Christ, then, um, we do what he did, you know, and he got baptized. So 
baptism and cleanses us from our sins. Um, and Jesus also encourages us to do it in John 3. But a good verse to acknowledge when addressing baptism will also be Acts 22, 16, which states, And now, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. And um, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, 21-22, <laughs> that's a lot of twos, <laughs> those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared, prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure Heart. So purity, it is also intertwined into um, baptism. So we must cleanse ourselves from the things that defile, from sin, from things that separate us from God, from things that hurt our own spiritual um, beings and our bodies. So after we do that, we will be able to be used by God even more. Um, and of course, it makes us holy. We can start to be used for special purposes um, not saying that you can't be used by God, like, <laughs> if you don't do these things, because God can use anybody whenever he wants to. Even your but, enemy. <laughs> right, listen. But, um, it's just very important. The emphasis on baptism is very, very important for us to become pure and for, um, our conscience to be cleansed and, yeah, just to be able to come to God out of the place of, out of a pure heart. Yes. Oh, and then for an example that I was going to say, I was actually reading this last night. Because me and Nisi are doing a Bible plan on baptism mm -hmm. in that current process right now. And it was somebody else. It was a eunuch and then somebody named Philip. And people always like pay attention specifically to the passage where it says the spirit ascended, you know, with Jesus. And is that the book of John? Yeah. Okay. That, in the book of John. So... <laughs> Yeah, it was after he yeah. got baptized. And I think it's in 92, if I'm not mistaken. It's it's in a lot of places, let me yeah. just say. But Gospels. specifically Gospels. in Acts, because Acts is definitely one that we have been reading a lot now when it comes to baptism and stuff like that, once again in the process that we're going through. But it was basically saying that when Philip baptized the eunuch, the spirit immediately fell on him. So we see in many different instances in the Bible and the Word and all that stuff that when you get baptized, I don't know, it's just something, it's just, it's something different. Like, yeah. I always, I have, I've been saying really, lately I've been saying like, I don't know, I just feel like it's something like holding back. But like, when you go get baptized, <laughs> like, you feel the, it's going to explode. You feel it. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to include that in there because I was like, I felt like that was another example of just different people who got baptized in the Bible and saw the spirit following them and mm -hmm. life definitely turned around for them and when you get cleansed from your sin you want to be filled with the holy spirit you want to be i'm telling y'all you want to be filled because now <laughs> you're just an empty vessel you don't need nothing coming back to you after you've been delivered and baptized and yeah you don't need nothing coming back thinking that you just letting anything and anything slide no people <laughs> get filled with the holy spirit own life against you <laughs> get filled with the holy spirit <laughs> but um now we're going to talk about like how do I stay pure and why should I stay pure? Again, circling back to Psalm 119.9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. So we're going to go ahead and break this down a little bit. Take heed means to pay attention to something and to be careful about it. So this means to pay attention to your actions, the path that you're on, and um, 
where this path could lead to. So evaluating your actions and using the Bible to determine if your actions are pleasing to God or if they should be dropped. Meaning like you need to repent from them and just leave them behind you. So um, that was the KJV version. So the NIV version says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? So living out the commandments and what God is requiring from us is how we can stay on purity. Because like it says in Genesis, everything that God made was good. His rules are good. His commandments that he set in place are for the good. God wouldn't tell us to do anything that defiles us, that hurts our relationship with him, with others. Um, so yeah, it just promotes spiritual cleanliness, moral cleanliness, physical cleanliness, and purity in general by just living according to the word of God. It's, I'm, I can't say it's that simple because it does get difficult, <laughs> but it is that simple, <laughs> living to the word of God. Um, so now Kayla's going to talk about like how, she's going to start off with how purity is viewed in today's society um, where purity isn't really... Come on, Acknowledged, real, or appreciated, I guess, in a sense. So, yeah. So, nowadays, another synonym for purity is loyalty. If you are loyal to somebody, if you staying out the way, if you're not backdooring nobody, if you just chilling, if you just getting to the money, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like another synonym for purity, even when we don't look at it like that. Because people think, like, when they doing stuff like that, Oh, I'm good. I'm a good person. Like, I just be minding my business. I don't mess with nobody. And I be thinking like this sometimes, too. So, I, I can't just... Just doing what they think is I ain't going to sit here and lie to y'all. But, um, I would just say that another synonym for purity nowadays is loyalty. I feel like people think if they just doing right by people, then they just a good person overall. When it takes a lot more to be a good person. Just because you're doing right to your brothers and your sisters or just certain people don't mean that you're overall being... You could treat one person this way and then another person another way. Like, so I just feel like that's, that's what we deem as purity and we got our stuff together. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think like how society kind of treats purity or looks at it. It's like you, you doing what you think is good yeah. instead of what God says is good. And then I've also realized like a somewhat wishy-washy double standard in society where like they they kind of backhandedly praising you for actually walking in purity and spiritual purity and physical purity and just being pure morally but it'd be kind of backhanded sometimes like <laughs> let's say you're around people that don't do the things that you do that aren't really walking with god or obeying his commands or whatever they'd be like oh no nah, she don't really she don't do that or yeah she 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 golly or whatever now she's too good for that yeah like it would be kind of backhanded and you i'll be like well okay but just yeah. <laughs> just doing this for us now you want to do that like how you don't want to do it that's like, what we can go dang right like i'm not doing that no more so <laughs> yeah get over it i'm not doing that no more but it's kind of like this weird double standard because they also love to idolize things that defile they love sin they love darkness so they look ultimately what i'm trying to say is people the average person in today's society okay they view purity as doing what they see fit as doing what they think is good whether even if it's um sin against god or sin against your neighbor if they thought that it was good then it's morally correct 
and that's not always the case. So, yes. Um, but aside from this, the Bible reassures us what we should be doing, how should we do how how we should be doing it, <laughs> and um that we should not conform to worldly patterns, but we should be renewed by the transforming of our minds and that we should be cleansed and all that good Period. stuff. Hard so, um, although it can be tough being young in today's society and generation. Um, when you're choosing to follow God and, you know, everybody else is doing the opposite. You feel like you're going the wrong way on the wrong way street, mm -hmm. but you really are following Christ. Like you're doing the right thing. And I encourage you to keep going, even when it seems hard and it does get easier. Like after so long of saying no to people of saying no to going out this place or doing this, or even saying certain things after so long of saying no, and really trying to follow God it's going to become second nature. Yeah. It's going to become first nature, actually, because you're a new creation. So. I say no. <laughs> yeah. Back then, I was like, I can't, I can't say no. Now, I, I said no. I said no. <laughs> I'm not coming out. Yeah, but I encourage y'all. Y'all can do it. But um, I wanted to end off what I'm going to say with a verse from 1 Timothy 4.12. It says, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I feel like that was a really good verse to say that up. But um, okay. now we want to go ahead and give some suggestions because, like we did say, it can be a little bit difficult. It can be a little bit hard. So the first thing would be to reflect and ask yourself if there's anything that you currently do that offends God and defiles yourself. The second thing would, of course, be to repent from those things and to turn to Jesus, do what he calls us to do. Um, and then to also like brainstorm activities and hobbies that you could start to do, whether it be by yourself or whether it be with people who are like minded, um, who want to like go hang out and do fun stuff that still allows you to stay on the path of purity. So like me and Kayla, we like to go out and do different activities. Like we like to go out and painting, have picnics, go out to the museums. We like to go out to eat. We like to do vision boards, like just fun stuff like that, <laughs> that still allows us to stay on the path of purity. Um, and of course, doing it with people who are also like-minded and also don't want to get into things that defile, um, that's also very important because the Bible does say, doesn't it say it in Proverbs, like bad company corrupts good character? Yeah. Is that in Proverbs? Please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, bad company corrupts good character. So if bad company corrupts good character, then good company would encourage good character. So and yeah, Genesis said no. I'm trying not to paraphrase. That, <laughs> it says basically where it says no man should be alone. So everybody needs an accountability partner or yeah. just somebody in their life that they can just call up if they need like wise counselor or anything like that. Like I've, I got a lot of people that I can do that with, but I feel like when it comes to me and niece, like, I know for a fact, if I call her up, it's going to be, like, straightforward. Or, like, my mom <laughs> or my auntie or something like that. But, yeah, so just having accountability partners definitely matters as well. Yeah, but, like, even if you don't, it's okay to go out and have fun, even if it's just you, even if it's just you and Jesus going out on a date, like, that's fine bring your body with you like just have a little study session and just talk with him or eat or whatever like you can do that so um and people and then, gonna think you crazy you're not crazy you're not cra girl these people is not sweating you and if they is let them do what they gonna do anyways <laughs> if you haven't been baptized in water and the holy spirit yet we definitely encourage you to do so but we encourage you to get baptized when you feel like you are ready to make that commitment we do not encourage you to do it in vain or just because we told you to do it. 
um, or just because you heard somebody talking about it, make sure that you're ready to make that commitment. Or be scared into it. Yeah, don't be forced into it. Don't be coerced or whatever. Like, do it when you're ready to make that commitment. Um, so, yeah, because I have a, I'm going to tell a very, very brief testimony. The first time I got baptized, I was not ready and I did it in vain. I did not know what I was doing. I didn't know why I was doing it. I just knew that baptism was something that Christians did and I believed in God. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was still living the same after. Um, so, yeah, I am actually, we are both going to get baptized soon. I'm going to get baptized for the second time. In a for real manner this time, but and because yeah. I'm really like for real, for real, like be for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get mine done like next month, ASAP, like yesterday, ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now we're just going to go ahead and end our episode off with a prayer. So, yeah, the new addition to the episode is prayers, <laughs> prayers. <laughs> okay, so. Bow your head and put your head. No, I'm just playing. Right? <laughs> um, Father, we thank you for the person on the other side of the screen. We pray that at this moment, any burden on them or any burden that has been given to them, you help them to see a way out. We thank you for helping us to deliver this message for others to hear and have faith in your words. We pray that you may encourage them um, to walk in purity with childlike faith, creating them a clean heart and help them to renew their minds like you tell us in Psalms 51. We pray that you may cleanse cleanse them of their sins and that they may become filled with the Holy Spirit to be their guide and comfort and source of love and power. I pray that they may overcome all temptation from the enemy because you never give more than they can bear or testify to. Give them strength and encourage and help them to recognize the greatness of your love so that you use them to advance your kingdom. We ask that you give us grace and time to come back to you and see your hand in everything and forgive us for all of our iniquities, Heavenly Father, as we walk on this path of purity help them come humbly to the throne and god i just ask that you give them revelation and help them to pray on when the time is right for them to go get baptized and just fully walk in those calling and promises that you've given us and I, we pray this in jesus name jesus thank name amen thanks y'all for listening uh, we really do appreciate it and we hope that y'all come back and tune in next time and watch us next time Again, if you listen on Spotify, we are on YouTube, so y'all can watch our videos. And if you are watching us on YouTube, we are on Spotify. And soon, very, very soon, y'all, we will be on other platforms, which we will announce. So working on that. But um yeah, just to end off the episode, always count your blessings. Always remember that you are a blessing and be a blessing to others. And we love y'all. See y'all next love episode. Y'all. <laughs>